Hey everybody, my name's Nate. I'm Sai. I'm Daniel. And we are Pittsburgh's Hot List. We are sitting here with filmmaker Luke Carter. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Awesome. This weather's been great lately. You know, um, my brother and I, we just came back from New Jersey. The weather was great out there. It was like 80 degrees. I was very surprised by it, but Pittsburgh has some great weather and we've been just enjoying it and staying creative. Yeah, finally cooperating. Exactly. Yeah, you never know with Pittsburgh. You're into VFX, heavy productions. Can you explain that to us? Yeah, visual effects, um, CGI is kind of my my bread and butter with my projects. Um, not so much with versus mode. Well, yeah, with versus mode too, but uh, with some of the smaller stuff I've done, just for YouTube and for personal projects, I'll usually have... Um, kind of a, an, an effect in mind that I want to explore. And that's kind of how we build scripts around and build video concepts and everything. Um, so a lot of lasers, a lot of explosions, a lot of uh, action oriented stuff. That's uh, kind of the stuff that got me into filmmaking in the first place was learning how to do that stuff. So blowing up things, learning how to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure sounds fantastic out of context. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're getting really good with editing, so we can make you into a great filmmaker or maybe a terrorist. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, put me on a watch list. Let's go. Whenever <laughs> we need anything blown up, we know who to call. Yeah, yeah. It's all digital. It's all. It's right. All <laughs> yeah, we got, yeah, we got to put that in there. <laughs> so, how long have you been doing filmmaking? Man, um, I kind of started at the tail end of. Um, my high school career where I kind of accidentally fell into a TV video production class um, and I've been kind of you know in, in, my, in my spare time kind of as a hobby um, and building it more into a freelance gig later um, but so that would make it about nine years uh, from about 2012 onward oh nice so you've seen yeah so you've been around for a little bit and you've seen uh, you know the growth in technology and stuff like that That's yeah cool. it's cool because and in this high school class um we were working with uh vhs cassette tape cameras um so my my first experience into editing and stuff we had to transfer cassette data onto the computers before we could edit right which sounds older than it is i mean the school definitely didn't have you know the most up-to-date technology but it's still kind of interesting and like I was visiting my brother in New Jersey and he was asking if I know how to do the, um, uh, you know, photography process as far as like the chemical process and developing film and stuff. I go, I'm just digital, you know, yeah. like, there's a need to go back to that. You know, I think it's cool if you know how to do it. But, you know, me as a digital creator and a photographer, I'm not going to go back to that. So, man, but dark rooms are so cool, though, just aesthetically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have any room in my house to build anything else. Oh, they take up so much space, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> so tell us about Versus Mode. You know, how did you come up with the idea? So Versus Mode is basically what you end up with um, if somebody dares you to make a movie with all the genres. Um, and by somebody, I mean myself. That was kind of the... <laughs> like, like I had said, that my with my smaller projects, I like to have... I hate to say gimmick, but gimmick in mind. Um, and with versus mode, I thought it would be cool to find some way to incorporate little little bits of all these different genres that I'm into, so like sci-fi and action, uh, fantasy, um, horror, 
uh, all these things that we could kind of intermingle. And the logical conclusion was to make it video game based. And there's been um, a couple different uh, films, TV series that kind of work with this concept where instead of just having our characters, you know, sitting on a couch playing video games and shooting the, uh, just chatting, you know, um, you put them inside the realms of these video games, have them act out the action sequences that their video game characters will be doing. Um, and all of a sudden you have these very dynamic scenes where you've got these crazy action sequences going on, uh, but they're talking about homework and this professor that they hate um, or the local club drama. Uh, so I kind of built the script around that idea. So versus mode, as the name entails, is we've got this uh, college video game club. There are a bunch of close knit dorky friends uh, all have a good time um, until a transfer student comes in um, with uh, malign intentions uh, trying to seize power for himself as a kind of a megalomaniac and so discord and uh, tears the club asunder and now they're uh, fighting each other rather than with each other uh, hence versus mode so that's kind of our, our main driving conflict nice i love the yeah. plot you know and, and video games is real huge right now so you know i think people are going to tune in yeah absolutely i mean it, it's kind of crazy talk about seeing technology develop uh also with video games how um mainstream they've gotten i think you've got competitive leagues you've got um things like uh like I'm completely blanking on the name Fortnite mm -hmm. games like that, where it's such a simple concept, but people have been playing it for years and do it like daily. Right. Um, yeah. My son's really heavy into Fortnite and Mine. Roblox. And there's also Minecraft, which has been around where only yeah. adults used to play that game. Yeah. Minecraft's like sure. 10 years old. Um, yeah. And now you have children now involved. And that was like more recent because I remember when it first came out, it was on PCs and my brother who was in college at the time. And then even my dad knew about it. So I was just like, you know, then I saw kids like my son and I was just like, you know about Minecraft? And yeah. then I remember it too, you know, and it's like, this is an old game, but it's evolved. Yeah. It's crazy how big, like even just how much of a, a household name some of these games are. It's funny, Nate, you mentioned Roblox because I remember my little sister used to play that game like incessantly and i feel like this was uh, maybe 10 years ago and i remember just walking by seeing her play on the on the family desktop and it's like this <clears throat> excuse me it's like this looks like i don't know pirate wear right like this doesn't yeah, seem on the up and up exactly. but it's still here and it's popular it, it's so huge and they have a creative concept where they mm. let all these users uh, you know create games and and um like i know my son he wants me to buy him like a whole outfit you know, so he can become like an avatar. It's interesting. Right. <laughs> From like Amazon and stuff. Yeah. 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 So versus mode. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's an awesome concept and, and you're already done filming it, right? Or, or we you did. Right yeah. So we filmed it, um, and the, the tail end of 2018 into 2019. And I, every time I say that I like just hit with this burst of existential dread. <laughs> damn but, pandemic i know right yeah i mean even before that i had a, there was a lot of stuff that came up that ended up putting it on the back burner for a while and everything so i've been editing it on and off uh but we're finally at the point now where it's ready to move on to other stages of post-production uh and that's what we're currently crowdfunding for um 
to send it off to, to color, to sound design, um, some 3D modeling animation that's outside of my wheelhouse that we need to get out to other people. Uh, so yeah, that's what we're, we've been we're raising funds for that to give it its uh, professional shine, as I've been calling it in our promotional material. Right now, we only have five days left on that campaign. Oh. Uh, but we're looking into creating a bonfire uh, collaboration. And bonfire, if you're not familiar, is a t-shirt and merch uh, design platform. Uh, well, they'll they'll work with projects like us or charities or other organizations um, to design and produce again shirts and other merchandise stuff, um, and they'll split the proceeds with you. So we'd actually done a similar uh, platform back when we were raising money for the production. Um, so we've got a couple of shirt designs lying around. So that's something we'll be looking to start advertising here in the next couple of weeks as well. Oh, very nice. We'll be sure to add that you know, marketing campaign as well. Yeah. Awesome. Now, as far as versus mode goes, um, is it almost like a virtual reality? Basically, yeah. Um, I'd say one of the one of the good, ex uh, bigger examples of this mechanic is uh, Ready Player One. Um, not to the same extent because they're actually playing like VR games, but it's the same idea where we take uh, our protagonists who are existing in you know, a, a similar world to ours and then dropping them into these fantastical video game settings. So like Tron, maybe? Their club is broken or something along those lines. So it's more more personal than the grand sweeping uh, stakes you usually see with these kind of genres. Okay. Yeah, Sai was just asking all those questions because, you know, she wants to know if there's going to be any intimate relationships going on. Oh my on. goodness. Sorry, Luke. <laughs> well, hey, no, that's a big part of a lot of screenplays and films, and it's a fair question. The answer is also, yeah, um, that's something we not not <laughs> when you say intimate. There, it's this is this is a, a solid PG thirteen. I would say yeah, were it right. to be rated okay. by the PG thirteen. They're starting to skew the line a little bit now. I've seen some movies on Netflix. Like, I'm you like, know, that's know. fair. That is fair, but yeah, we, we, we keep it pretty pretty family-oriented, but we definitely explore um, relationships with this, and I, I bill it mostly as like a comedy drama, but we try not to shy away from heartfelt moments, too. Um, that's the other that's the other side of the coin of versus mode, is not only do we have, you know, uh, these guys fighting with each other virtually for the club and for games and stuff, but there's, there's, some, there's some interpersonal drama as well with uh, both, like, intimate relationships um, where we have couples with their own problems, uh, but just between friends. Mm -hmm. um, and that's something we kind of dive into a little bit. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like it. it's a mixture of, uh, of everything, I guess, right? Yeah, so like our main, uh, our main guy, our protagonist, Jack, um, his whole arc kind of revolves around uh, trying to find a balance between, you know, work and play uh, where he's got his one friend uh, that he's known his whole life trying to push him towards, you know, dedicating his full attention to his academic studies and making sure he's not failing out of his classes and doing well in school. And then, you know, he's got his friends in the video game club, like, hey, we have all this drama going on, we need your help with. So he kind of finds himself torn between those two. Nice, nice. 
And you're acting in this, or you're just... Um, you know, I have a brief this. cameo appearance. I like the Alfred Hitchcock school of directing yeah. in that regard, where you drop yourself in in a very minor role. Uh-huh. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, you're a little bit longer in there. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I play uh, our protagonist's roommate. I'm there for maybe 20 seconds of screen time. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so, That's yeah. cool, though. Yeah. But it, it is fun. That's one. That is one of the perks of you know producing your own content is you get to decide if you're in it or not. You don't have to go through all this uh, hassle of auditioning and callbacks and resumes right. and reels. Because I do, I do that a bit. I dabble uh, in screen acting as well, but oh, it's such a pain. <laughs> yeah, like it's you know it's such a grind. You know, like you audition and you wait, and you're always auditioning all the time. Yeah. So much easier to just write, and produce, and fund and direct a project from scratch, so you can put yourself in it. Yeah, it worked. It worked for Lin Manuel Miranda with Hamilton. I can do it too. Okay, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I like the ambition. So, where do you see yourself in like five years? Oh God, who knows anymore? <laughs> with <laughs> with the the left turns we've been taking, just we'll start with everything. Alive, alive. Yeah, alive, alive is great. <laughs> I, I'm I'm hoping to be there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't. I like to keep things open. I have. I'm very lucky to have a very flexible day job that allows me to, you know, work on this stuff as well. Um, we'll see. I'm. I'm hoping versus mode will be done in five years' time. Um, yeah, we'll see what kind of. Be. I do. I, I do too. On top of it, you know. It, it took a minute, but yeah, we've got. I've got a great. Uh, production team as well that's been kicking my butt along the line here too my good friend and producer kaylee fitzgerald is a machine when it comes to scheduling and getting things out on a strict timeline our whole crowdfunding campaign these last couple months has been so succinct and on the ball largely uh because of her um so having you know that support team to be like hey you need to have um this scene ready for view by next week or we need to have this stuff out for our social medias and all this stuff has been a a huge help in getting this thing driven yeah you definitely need people like that in your corner if you're going to drive a like a project um and that's great that you bring that up like because i want to ask this and I, and i feel like a lot of people might not know how much work it actually takes to get uh, you know, the right money and resources to make a project how it's supposed to be. Yeah. You know, so um, as far as asking for money, like how do you get people to invest in your vision? That's the million dollar question, isn't it? Um, and there's really no right answer that's universal. I mean, even between our crowdfunding efforts for post-production versus production, we've already doubled uh, what we made the first time around. And we've obviously learned a lot from that first campaign as well. Um, but with this one, we've really just been focusing on putting out short but sweet uh, content so that we're on the timeline at least once a day. And with this last week, uh, we've been pumping that up to like four, five, six times. Uh, and I'm always worried that <laughs> we're going to just be annoying. Um, but uh, my friend again, Kaylee, made a good point that anybody who's annoyed with how often we're posting has already hidden us from their timeline so it doesn't matter um but we found that did really help that the constant reminder that like hey we're here we're still raising money has 
you know gotten the attention and you know reminds people like oh yeah i was going to give them five bucks um, yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure you have to remind people because the you know the social media world especially is so fast you know like you're here you post something and you know five minutes later you know you know people forget that you know and they move on so yeah uh, it's so oversaturated yeah it's crazy because even as an admin for our versus Web's facebook page like i can't find posts sometimes it's insane how buried stuff can get so easily yes yeah so you always got to keep adding those links so yeah that's great that you know that you're on top of it and filmmakers out there if you're listening to this you got to market your project and you gotta uh, stay with it no matter how the likes come in no matter how many shares you get keep going be consistent yeah i would also say don't feel bad if it doesn't work out because so much of it is just luck of the draw i mean sometimes you get lucky and somebody says oh this is a cool project here's a thousand dollars and other times uh it just it doesn't gain traction and it's not because the project is bad or your execution was bad it's just how the algorithm monster functions um yeah yeah for sure um like i'm not sure if you're on TikTok, but that's a great way to reach people you know it it seems like everybody's on there you know it used to be youtube now it's TikTok. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I have noticed a market decrease in the usefulness of, of YouTube. Um, we've been hosting most of our video uh, ad material on Facebook. And one of the big advantages of that is those will autoplay on people's timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so you eliminate the extra steps of being like, here's the YouTube link. They have to click it. They have to wait for the page to load. They have to hit play on the video. Um, mm-hmm. So that's cool. It's, it's funny you mentioned TikTok. We've kind of dabbled with the idea of using that for some marketing. We haven't quite managed to figure out what we want that to look like yet mm-hmm. uh, but you're right that that is definitely a, a big uh, I don't want to say market potential because we're not selling things but uh, yeah like I think it'd be a great way to, uh, you know to reach people because it's a uh, you know versus mode seems like a fun creative film you know and I think you could probably put a clip out there and people might click into it and be like oh okay that looks really cool you know yeah you know and somebody might be like, oh, well, I want to donate to that and see that all yeah. you know, put together. So you never know. Oh, yeah. We are, we're definitely pursuing all, all uh, relevant avenues with this. Yeah. So I have a question for you. Um, when it comes to influences, who has been the most influential um, filmmaker in your life? God, that's such a loaded question for a filmmaker. <laughs> <laughs> um, after you say it, it's here forever. Yeah, I know. Um, I'll give you. A, I'll give you three to five people. Yeah. So, um, my 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 dirty secret here is I'm not a good film student. I <laughs> I went I went to school for TV production, but I didn't watch that many movies, especially not like the ones you would expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm personally a, a huge fan of uh, the MCU, the Marvel films. Uh, and okay. I know I, I can hear uh, other filmmakers just gagging <laughs> at the mention. Um, like, oh, it's so mainstream, but they're fun. And I yeah. really love their style. Um, I would also say, if, if I were to throw out a specific name, um, Edgar Wright, I'm a huge fan of. Okay. Um, there's, there's definitely Scott Pilgrim versus the world vibes in versus mode. Um, just that kind of not quite based in reality a little bit off the wall Mm. writing style where it's a little bit larger than life you got these 
all these characters teetering the line between uh, human and caricature. Um, that 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 gels with me. I'm I'm a big fan of just that whole aesthetic. Yeah, I, yeah, I think that's cool to make a like a you know movie like that where the characters, um, I don't know, like you know, have that little extra um, appeal to them. You know, where you know they're not ordinary people. Yeah, a little bit large in life, and you you see that a lot with. I, I think we got a good balance in versus mode where our main characters are a little more grounded, a little more relatable, um, better windows for the audience, and then. Our secondary line of characters are where you start to get the really um, not quite cartoonish personalities, but they're they're bigger, they're larger than life. Uh, like our our club president Brian is this super energetic, always has like a speech tucked up his sleeve, ready to go, uh, <laughs> loud, boisterous. Uh, the the dubious transfer student, his name is Damian Claymore, um, is this like super smooth talking charismatic uh shakespeare misquoting uh <laughs> just like you said misquoting that's funny yeah, I yeah. That. i love that i caught that too <laughs> no, that 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 was that was that that's his character flaw quote unquote um, i mean among many others he is just a tool um but yeah that that's kind of like what we're going for like you wouldn't encounter this person in real life but they're fun to watch on screen yeah for sure and I want to shout out Ryan Bergman. I'm not sure if you know him. Oh, I know Ryan Bergman. Okay. Ryan Bergman is our he's uh, he's our protagonist. He plays Jack Scott as well. He's been uh, a huge help with our social media push as well, and helping oh, nice. us turn out content. Yeah, he was a person that contacted us, and and we looked into your information, and um, so I'm glad that he did that. You know, because you're here. Yeah, Ryan rocks. Yeah, big awesome. big fan of Ryan. <laughs> So when it came to finding the actors for Versus, how'd you do it? Yeah, so um, first off, little known fact about Versus mode, um, it's actually a, uh, I'd I call it an evolution of my college capstone project, which was a film called Level Up. Um, same premise, very poor execution, because it was just me with a camera and my actor friends running around fields, shooting plastic guns at each other. Um, it's not good, don't watch it. Okay. But versus mode, it, versus mode is, is the professional amalgamation of that. But I did use a lot of the same actors. Some of them weren't able to come back because uh, they had moved on with their lives, moved out of state, moved out of town, going to grad school, whatever. Um, so for those people that were around, I offered them to reply, I let them reprise their roles. Um, for everybody else, we didn't hold open auditions. And uh, yeah, we, we we reached out to actors first. For the cosplay scene, incidentally, that's kind of how we got a lot of our costuming done uh, with cosplay friends. But yeah, with for the actors, we, we held auditions. Okay, nice. You know, like I know I've worked with, um, you know, filmmakers in the past that teaser filmed, like, uh, you know, as far as trailers. Yeah and helping them out and then when they uh, you know do the feature film they recast me i don't know if that's a personal <laughs> thing <laughs> i'm like damn <laughs> i would like to be in it some kind of way you know <laughs> it didn't always happen but it's happened a couple of times so it's cool to know that if uh, you know people work with you you, uh, you know like you'll reach out to them and bring them back yeah that's yeah thing. i mean yeah you can if you go through my YouTube library, you'll you'll see uh, reused faces, and I don't mean to brag, but my friends are all very good actors. <laughs> nice, they're gonna love hearing that. That's yeah, awesome. they will. Yeah, I mean, I did. I um, I didn't go to school for theater or anything, but my school had a theater program that I engaged with on a fair amount, so that helps you meet actors. Now there is obviously um, 
some shades of difference between stage actors and film actors, but right. Um, you know, for the for the most part, I think I I found it's easy enough to curtail them and kind of help them transition to screen acting as opposed to stage. Okay, nice, nice. And um, as a filmmaker, are you acting as director for all your films, or will you hire people to do those kinds of I, things? Yeah, I don't not direct anything that I write, um, and I, I I feel like that's a sentence that, that's echoed by a lot. I think you don't really start to see um, directors and writers being separate until you get to like big Hollywood films. Um, okay. But yeah, and, and if if I write a script, I intend to direct it for the most part. Um, yeah, it's cool that I can do all these different possessions, and also like it's good to share. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, one, of, one of those things where I, th- I think it really helps to have different eyes on the project because you can get so sucked in uh, with being in charge of like the whole creative flow that it's tough to see where things could be improved or cut or uh, dropped or tweaked or whatever. Uh, okay. So in that regard, even though I am currently working as the main editor for Versus Mode, um, we do have like screenings and assembly cut reviews and everything with... Uh, some of the other members of my team where I get notes and everything. So I want to make sure that I'm not, you know, the only set of eyeballs watching this thing until it's done. Okay. Yeah, I think it's cool to have a great team around you to, yeah, you know, see the vision come to life. Um, and you went to school for, um, uh, you know, for film. So far as like your experience in school versus like your real life experience outside of school, um, where has most of your education come from? Yeah, so I went uh, I went to Robert Morris University in Moon Township for TV video production. Uh, they have a very cool little uh, production program. Um, and I would say the focus on that is more so in uh, the creative aspects of it, which is great. Um, I remember moaning and complaining about the project parameters for a lot of stuff where they'd be like, you have to include this or this can't be in it. Um, but despite those i feel like some of my better work came because i had to work around these limitations i mentioned i I like to you know blow stuff up uh i had to profess those like luke you get one for this project you're only allowed to have one explosion i would nothing else take it overboard yeah (laughs) oh no it it was it was a zoom out of planet earth and you could see the explosion from orbit i said i'm gonna make it count and it was great um so yeah um college was great for you know kind of diving into the art aspects of media arts um and also just making connections with you know actors um surprisingly not as much with other filmmakers uh ironically a lot of the people i'm working with for versus mode and for a lot of my other stuff uh for the crew side of things um are people who went to like point park um so i think that's kind of an interesting dichotomy where rmu seems to focus more on the creative aspect uh point park is more uh technical Mm. um so it's good to have connections from all over the place uh but otherwise it's just been um you know making my own stuff um there was a good stretch of time where i was putting out like a little short sketch every month or so on my youtube channel and i think you know you learn something different every time you make one of those nice okay um and as far as the education goes, like, um, did your film school like ever teach you about the marketing side of the, um, you know, creating a film? The um, side? 
like I said, I think they were they were more creatively oriented. Um, okay. I th- yeah, c- kind of towards the ends, they they we had a. It was more open ended. Um, we started having like networking opportunities and stuff, but uh, it wasn't quite as integral to the curriculum, I think, as the creative aspects. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't want to knock the RMU program because like I had a great time there and I think it's a great program, but that is something that I might have liked to explore a little bit more. And also why, like, you know, my production team and Kaylee have been so helpful because they're, she's all over that stuff. Um, she's actually on the tail end of finishing off her own uh, feature film many years in the making. It's called The Way That I Am. Um, and they've finally wrapped it um, earlier this year and have been sending it out to film festivals now. And it's, great because on the one hand it's doing very well and on the other hand you know selfishly for me uh, she's getting all this experience with dealing with film festivals and those submissions and is now able to apply it to versus mode oh well that's great you know it's a win-win situation yeah it's great yeah and and you know the reason i asked about the business side of um uh you know like of film school and things like that is because like i think it's important because it can ruin ambition as like um you know, time goes on and you're a filmmaker, you know, like, you uh, you know, having all these creative ideas, you're getting them done. But like the business side isn't so well known out there. And, and it's kind of like you're always searching for the gatekeepers or the right people to be around so you can get your projects off the ground. Yeah, I mean, that that's that's the work part of it. I'd say that's the that's the that's the grind. Um, and like I said, I'm I'm kind of fortunate enough to have a job that lets me balance both without having to pull my hair out looking for constantly looking for gigs and stuff. Uh, and not yeah. to say that that's a bad lifestyle. I know plenty of people that do it and are successful. Um, but it's not it's nice, at least for me, to not have to worry constantly about what my next project is, and I can you know dial in and focus on stuff that I want to make uh, versus making stuff that will you know keep bread on the table. Yeah, you're a true artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I um I wanted to uh, go back to the animation side of versus mode. Right. Have you heard of um a scanner darkly? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, that was from um Robert Linkletter with Winona Ryder, uh Keanu Reeves and there it was animated as well, but it uh was their faces as far as it looked a little realistic as far as animation so when you mention animation for versus mode are you talking about their um personalities being animated or are you also animating digitally uh the actors yeah nothing nothing so uh technologically in depth it is all live action there's a couple of sequences that we filmed on green screen uh where we're riffing off of uh platforming games like super mario brothers and also minecraft uh bringing that back up um where the backgrounds are definitely going to be uh very cartoon like and animated but the actors are still going to be you know them okay yeah i like that you know that's right you know the imagination everyone wants to be in a video game Uh, right yeah like i said at the beginning we touch on a lot of genres uh the the big one is kind of like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi setting kind of like your uh Kind of like uh, the Fallout games, uh, a little bit of Mass Effect. Mm. Uh, we do kind of like a Skyrim, Dragon Age riff, um, Call of Duty, uh, oh, and then okay. there's the goofy ones like, <laughs> you know, like Super Mario Brothers, Dance Dance Revolution. Uh, 
so yeah, there, there's, we, we, we touch a lot of genres and it's, it's very fun. Yeah, it sounds like it. Have you had a premiere yet or you're uh, like, like as far as with the crew or you're waiting until everything's done? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll wait for the film to be complete. We've had um, like a rough cut, uh, not even a premiere. Like there's a, there's a, there's a full cut that um, a couple of people in the crew have seen again, just, you know, kind of give me notes and how everything's going. Uh, but once it's once it's all said and done we'll definitely have uh uh we can't say premiere because that gets fuzzy with uh film festivals because a lot of them their prerequisites are they have the world premiere at their festival uh but we'll definitely have you know a cast and crew screening uh when it's all done so everybody can finally see the the payoff to their to their hard work yeah, for sure. You got to be careful. I remember watching this one crazy website um, videos where, um, you know, like say, for example, you know, like a, a Tiffany star, you know, she's saying this is the first time she's in this video. And then you see her in three other videos. Yeah. yeah. It's weird, you know, like, you know, like that's not the first porno I've seen her in, you know? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, what? <laughs> she just switches up her hair dye. And oh, stuff. my Lord. <laughs> but that's back during my younger years, you know. Like, oh man, I don't frequent those as often. Of course, of course. <laughs> but so you know, what like are you working on a new project or? Oh boy, uh, <laughs> you you can you can see on my YouTube channel there's there's a big old gap uh, between you know just random stuff and then a couple of versus mode ads and then nothing else. Uh, so this has definitely been my primary focus, and I'm always rolling around ideas for you know other stuff down the pipeline. Um, but I, I, I do want to buckle down and get this done uh, before I start trying to split focus and start working on other things. So I feel like that's a big uh, weakness for artists in general. Um, you get halfway through a project, you start to get a little burned out on it, and you're like, well, what can I do? I got a great idea for something else. I'm going to start working on this now. And you end up with like half a dozen unfinished products. Uh, yeah. And none of them ever see the light of day because yeah, yeah, you get, you get bored with them halfway through. So I want to, and that fortunately really hasn't been the case for versus mode. Like I'm very excited to get this done and out. Um, but I do, you know, want to focus on that. Well, that's great discipline. Um, yeah. How do you stay motivated? Uh, like I said before, it really helps to have a team being like, Hey, 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 when's the next? When when you get Luke? Hey, hey, hey! When are you gonna have another cut, Luke? Because um, it is it is easy to you know get sidebarred. I I do uh, a good bit of I I've got a, a fair amount of hobbies that are kind of inadvertently time uh, sucking. So it's it's definitely good to have outside sources being like, hey, you need to work on this thing. Mm. Yeah, like a constant reminder for sure. Absolutely. And that leads me to uh, the quest, uh, another question. When you aren't working, I know you are, you're very uh, focused on versus mode at the moment, but if you have finished a, a project and you have some free time, what is it that you do when you're not filmmaking? Yeah, so I'm I, a right. couple of years back, uh, ironically, kind of concurrently with when we started filming, I got really into uh, Dungeons and Dragons, the tabletop mm. game. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I had, had a, a friend who was like, hey, you want to get a group together and play this game? It's like, oh, I've never played this before, but I've seen the memes. I want to give it a try. Yeah. Uh, we played and I said, oh, no, <laughs> this is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep. uh, My brother so, was really involved in that, too. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I ended up taking over uh, DMing booties for for our table a couple of years ago, and I've been running our game weekly. Um, oh, nice! For the last couple of years now, we've had this big sweeping campaign, um, but that 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 scratches a very specific creative itch to you know write and create stories and stuff, and it's very easy to get sucked into that and not focus on anything else. Yeah. Um, that's that. That was kind of my joke for a while. That Dungeons and Dragons is completely derailed versus mode because I kept finding myself drawn to like work on that stuff and work on the edit. Um, uh, beyond that, obviously, uh, I'm a big fan of video games. They just released a remaster of the entire Mass Effect trilogy, and it's taken every ounce of willpower in my body not to just disappear into my room and play all of that for like three weeks straight. <laughs> It's funny, I could picture you in an office, like, you know, like you're this director and you're in your office and you're just playing Dungeons and Dragons or you're playing a video game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, like, I've, I've, got, I've got the game stream on my laptop and I've got a controller <laughs> hidden under the desk. And it's like, what do you want? I'm very busy. Get out. Yeah, right, exactly. I'm working Bring on me pictures of Spider-Man. have the red light flashing, you know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it keeps creative juices flowing. Right. Definitely. Yeah, but I do think you need that outlet to keep that balance, though. You know, like oh, yeah. it's important. Oh yeah, all work, no play makes Luke a dull boy. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and going back to Leonardo da Vinci, um, a lot of times he didn't finish his projects. It was weird. I can only imagine like painting a mirror or something, and I don't want to finish it. <laughs> like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So they got to hire like some other artist to finish his work. <laughs> Crazy. Well, I think they say the the Last Supper, the fresco, like yes. it keeps peeling because he never he was he was rushing it. He didn't that's apply right. the the plaster correctly. Ah, that's that's crazy. right. And you don't want to do that with a film, so it's cool that you're taking all this time to make sure it's right. Yeah, you know, because it's it's a a huge investment of time and energy, and yeah, you want oh, it sure is. Good. Yeah, I remember when we were we. It just kind of worked out the scheduling. We we shot in like the dead of winter, which was just the worst. Uh, so the, the the those it was probably a couple of months we had of filming mostly on weekends because we had to accommodate our schedules. Uh, but specifically, we got it was very cool. We got to film at um, Three Rivers Paintball, uh, a course you know kind of local to the area, as the name would suggest. Uh, and they were super accommodating and happy to have us. Um, but boy, I think it was like the coldest day of winter in oh. several years when we were filming there. And I'm yeah. pretty sure some of the actors still hate me to this day. <laughs> for that. You're um, everybody to suck it up. Let's yeah, th those, were, those were long, long, cold days. Um, I, I keep telling them like, hey, the footage looks great, though. <laughs> They're like, cool, Luke, I've got frostbite on my toe. They didn't. Nobody got hurt. <laughs> oh, <laughs> for legal reasons, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, it, it, it was definitely those, those were definitely, you know, long, tough days. But I think I think it'll be worth it when it's all said and done. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. And I think anybody that hears this podcast, uh, you know, they're going to truly appreciate the dedication of the actors, you and and what went into the project and that should make people want to watch it more right yeah yeah why not with the knowledge that you have now what would you tell your younger self ah oh, film in the summer man yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's funny <laughs> uh, i i joke but that is also uh it's funny because we had meant to film in the spring with this one too obviously so it's one of those things where i feel like if i plan to film in the winter it'll actually happen in the summer right um 
that's funny. That's yeah. good because that's how it probably will work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but beyond that, you know, just surround yourself with a, a good team um, and find them, find them early on. We've been, we've been lucky that despite the gap, we've been able to a hold on to the people uh, that signed up initially and then find a lot of uh, new and fresh talent to bring in for post-production here. Um, but ha- having a, having a good team that can a keep you on track and also um, offer fresh perspectives, because like I said, I, I think it's a, a detractment of a project if you only have ever one person uh, having creative control over. It. Not to say that you know you should have people that boss you around, and say no, change this, change that, and all this, but you should have input that challenges your own. Yeah, for sure, because it leaves you with. Um you know, more perspectives to look at. So yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, um, you know, thank you for joining us today. This conversation was great. Really Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Yeah, we, we truly appreciate your time and um, definitely look forward to the versus mode, you know, when it comes out. Yeah, we're, we're optimistically looking for uh, this all to be wrapped by the end of the year. Uh, we're thinking if we get our butts in gear here, we can, you know, finish the post, get it to color and sound and all that and have it ready to start submitting, uh, you know, November, December of 2021. Um, okay. Nice. And then, and then where it goes from there, we're not sure. Uh, we'll shop it around for maybe distribution deals. Um, right. And then anybody who selected the perk on our Indiegogo will get uh, a digital download for their own viewing and all that. So yeah. Yeah. That, that's a great gift. That's you know? a great, yeah. Donate, get a you know download. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. And we'll definitely you know add that other link that's incorporating uh, you know the t-shirts. What's that again? Uh, it'll be uh, bonfire, I believe. But uh, I'll I'll be in touch. I'll let you know uh, what's what's going on with that, so we can share it around. And of course, I really appreciate you guys. You know, bringing me on, sharing this stuff around. Uh, it's awesome. always great to you know get more eyeballs on the project. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. You know, you know, we were excited to see it and and it's different, you know, like we get all kinds of movies and all kinds of entertainers and we like different. So that's definitely that's yeah. diversity in the, uh, you know, the entertainment industry. And, you know, when we saw came across yours, it's just like, yeah, you know, this adds to it and have your voice heard, you know, have a yeah. platform for people uh, such as yourself to let to have a bigger audience yeah that's awesome yeah like i said i think that's one of the toughest parts about doing independent work is you know just getting people to see what you're doing because like we said social media is facebook timelines and everything they get so oversaturated with just everything so yeah any 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 platform you can uh offer to people or lend out is fantastic yeah exactly and this movie is a comedy correct Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Dare I say it, it has some chuckles in it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Well, I can't wait to see it. Neither can I. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. And um, yeah, you know, you know, finish the project because, you know, the world is waiting. They're waiting. Yeah, yeah we're rooting for you and we have faith that it will get done on time. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs>